This podcast should be listened to on incognito mode only. Hide it from your kids, your spouse, and of course, the NSA. Thank you for listening. And especially you, George. Welcome to Jawbreakers, where we've completed the millennial equivalent of opening a coffee shop. I'm David, and I'm clockwise. I'm Dan, and I'm counterclockwise. This is where you talk, Nick. I, 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 I just, I, I'm still just trying to grasp what you both just said. Um, <laughs> I'm Nick, and I am all the way not where Nick and. Of all the way not where Nick is. I'm Nick and I'm having an out-of-body experience. <laughs> oh my God. Just say something, Nick. Just say something. And I'm Nick and I'm having an existential crisis. Uh, this is a very special episode of Jawbreakers. We've got a guest today. Wow. Uh, this is my roommate, uh, Ryan. It's not a special guest. Oh, he's super special. He's the most special. The most special. That's going to be very hard to top when we eventually have other guests. It's not. He's starting off on a low bar. It was a good call. <laughs> Ryan, I feel like you're going to fit right in here with our brand of humor. Uh, um, welcome to the podcast. We appreciate you uh, coming on. Thank you. Now, David, you did not call him your friend. You just called him your roommate. So obviously you have some tension with him that you want to get out right now. Well, listen, I mean, the fact of the matter is we were co-workers and now we're roommates, but we were never friends. Wow. Yeah, that sounds about right. He pays a third of the rent. I, and he and he listens to me complain. It's it's the most healthy dynamic I can think of out of all my relationships. I love it. So the only thing you two are missing are either a kid you're fighting over or a girlfriend that's broken both of your hearts. And this would be perfect. Right. Then he would then he would fit too well in, into the group. That would be a little too <laughs> close for comfort, but that's besides the point. So we're talking about things that we've learned today. Yeah, we've learned a couple of things. So, David, you want to start us off with something you've uh, something you discovered today? All right, sure. Today, I learned blowing smoke up someone's ass refers to the medical practice of a tobacco enema. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> you heard me. We're starting off strong. What were they curing? I I have no clue. <laughs> Hold on, we gotta look this up now. They're just like a regular checkup. So, someone medically thought that blowing tobacco smoke up your ass. Would, would would apparently cure something. I don't want to go out on a limb and say they're an idiot. I want to assume the good in humanity that... You shouldn't. They cured something. It would be kind of funny if the whole point of the procedure was like to cure lung cancer. Well, I mean, the rectal cancer distracts from the lung cancer. <laughs> ah, it was, uh, it was to cure drowning. Drowning? I can't even think of how that makes sense. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's... Can you explain that? What, what do you mean to cure drowning? Uh, let's see. The first recorded demonstration of a tobacco enema took place in 1746 when a man placed the mouthpiece of a pipe into the rectum of his half-drowned wife and blew down the other end. Uh, it worked, though it's unclear whether it was the life-saving smoke that brought her swiftly back to consciousness or simply the shock of a literal fire in her ass. <laughs> These are the same people that like would put a feather next to somebody's nose when they died and be like, oh, well, the feather isn't moving, so I guess they're dead. Like, are we serious right now? I'm not going to lie. He, he has a good point. He has a good point. Like, <laughs> it, it worked. Right. I, I, well, who knows why, but it did work. I mean, look, if, if, if someone lit a literal fire inside my rectum, I'd probably wake up from the dead. <laughs> yeah, it just makes sense. 
It pretty much happens every time I go to Taco Bell. I feel alive every time. It's a painful existence at that point, but I am alive. Oh, so now you're cheating on Chipotle, too. Man, we're learning a lot about Nick today. He's he's not even like cheating. It's like slumming it with Taco Bell. Right. Well, the thing with, with, with the difference between the two is Chipotle is when you want to treat yourself. Taco Bell is when you want to punish yourself. I, have, I just have problems with all kinds of food, but that's besides the point. Is that the existential crisis you were having from the intro, Nick? No, no. I've had I've been having an existential crisis since like age nine, so you know that that's just not resolving itself. So I also learned something interesting today while we're on the topic. So apparently in Britain, BBC Radio plays the top ten like most requested songs every day. Today I learned that the day that Margaret Thatcher died, the number one requested song was Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead. Sweet Jesus Oh my Christ. God. And the BBC had apparently a really hard time whether or not to uh, to follow through on that request. Man, people are fucking mean. Jesus. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Did they follow through though? They kind of followed through. They cited the song as being the most requested, but they did not actually play it. Oh, come on. I mean, you either, you either follow through or you don't follow through. You don't half-ass it. Okay. Okay, I found something hilariously interesting. Okay, tell me about it. Today I learned that Andy Samberg's song, Dick in a Box, won an Emmy for Outstanding Original Music and Lyrics in 2007. I actually knew this. Listen, I I don't know if you've ever, uh, I don't know how much you know about music, but if you analyze that song, it fucking slaps, bro. Here are the top songs in 2007, okay? I This is what I want to know. I want to know who lost to this song. So the songs that lost to it were Crank That by Soldier Boy. Whoa. Oh, okay. Bullshit. Th- Thanks for the Memories by Fall oh, Boy. What, what I've Done by Linkin Park. Oh, no, you can't be kidding me. <laughs> Finger 11 by Paralyzer. Okay. Oh my God, they're only good songs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a flirt by R. Kelly. Damn. Somehow that did not win an Emmy. <laughs> oh my God, you gotta be kidding me. That song is surprisingly jazzy though. Like, listen to it. It's got some fucking soul. It definitely does. And, you know, this this might just be biased from uh, um, from when we grew up and, you know, the, the time period we grew up in. And, and I love Dick in a Box as much as the next guy. But Crank That was at every, like, middle school dance, every bar and bat mitzvah. You could not go to one, like, party function without having that song played at least two or three times. Here's a fun fact. Did you know that, did you know that Soldier Boy uh, has a game console? Oh, he's, he's lost his, his freaking mind. Have you ever heard him talk? Did he have one? Yes, he has a game console, and it's horrible. <laughs> well, it's just it's just ripoffs of older games that he got sued for. Hold on, hold on. What's this game console, and how do I get one? So it's a Chinese like knockoff uh, vintage game console. Cool. I think there are a bunch of like like random Sega and Nintendo games on it. That actually sounds pretty cool. And he just put his name on it. It's Sonic terrible. the Hedgehog by Soldier Boy. It's small. It has no battery life. They're all rip-off games. And uh, yeah, he got the shit suit out of him for it. It's honestly less of, of a shock that he has that than when he went out and said that he taught Drake's everything he knew. You guys know so much more about Soldier Boy than I do. <laughs> I only know any of this because he had one insane interview like two years ago on Hot 97, The Breakfast Club. And it just went off the rails within four seconds. First of all, I... 
honest to God thought that Soldier Boy was dead. I didn't know he was still alive. Yeah, you just dropped knowledge on me that right. he was alive two years ago, and that blew my mind. Has he been coming out with new songs? No. I have no idea. All I know is he walked in with a, he walked in with a Gucci headband, okay. but like it, it didn't look like Gucci. It was just a big headband oh, that man. just said Gucci on it. Yeah, look it up. I mean, it looks pretty hilarious. Yeah, yeah I got to watch this interview now. I'm going to buy like 12 of those. I really want one of those consoles. <laughs> we are... Uh... We're imparting all kinds of knowledge on people today. Oh, yeah. Just dropping knowledge. That Maybe that's the, the name of the episode. Dropping knowledge. Dropping knowledge. <laughs> wow. We sound like a 90s like rap that like the teachers would do at your middle school. We sound like a bad Soldier Boy song. Exactly. <laughs> we sound like a bad Soldier Boy song. That's perfect. Maybe that's the name of the episode. Who knows? A bad Soldier Boy song. <laughs> right. We sound like a specifically we sound like a bad Is it bad that song. um what what is that called? Like how you know everybody used to have like a song that would play when you would call their phone? Uh -huh. Like what was that called? That's a Yeah. A ringtone? No, 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 <laughs> When they're oh, waiting. Oh, oh, you're talking about a callback tone. A callback tone, yeah. Well, my callback tone in middle school into high school because I couldn't learn how to disable it was kiss uh -huh. me through the phone. Oh, nice. By oh my god. Yes. <laughs> nice. Baby, you don't know I miss you. I don't get baby. Please stop singing. <laughs> Please keep singing. You know what was some evil like marketing tactics that those callback companies did? Uh, when your callback tone expired, they would change your callback tone to Vivaldi's Spring. So if you didn't pay them, your callback tone forever would be Vivaldi's Spring. That would have just been mine to begin with. What's, 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 what's wrong with Vivaldi? Nothing's wrong with Vivaldi. But when you're like 13 years old and you want to set your callback tone and your callback tone is Vivaldi's Spring because you don't have any money, then it's a problem. Yeah, the last, the last thing you want is it to be Vivaldi when like that one girl from Spanish class finally decides to call you asking for homework and then it's that. <laughs> Hold on, does Nick listen to classical music? <laughs> and that's what it's like and she, she she at that point realizes she at that point realizes well this was a mistake from the beginning and hangs up the phone and calls somebody else i mean i mean do you guys remember back in the day when you would call anyone who had verizon and 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 classical music would come on while they try and connect the call i i, I forget which piece it is but it's the one that goes like yeah that's vivaldi spring dude that's oh, exactly, that's, that's exactly spring? what we're talking about dan <laughs> I've only ever heard Vivaldi's Winter, I'll be honest with you. Dude, Spring is the most famous spring piece in the Four the Seasons. Dan, Dan, I am the least cultured person here, and I knew exactly what David was talking about. Shut oh, up, you don't man. even know what the third movement of Moonlight Sonata sounds like. Got him. Got me. Hey. Learn some fucking Beethoven, you uncultured swine. I think I'm okay. Ah. How about this? Since we're talking about being uncultured, how about we talk about the fact that Dan doesn't have an Instagram? Oh, here we go. <laughs> He's been waiting for this. He's That's something I learned this this past two weeks. Hold on, didn't we talk about this last week? I I still think I still think if you didn't listen to last week, then you need to know about it this week too. He doesn't have an Instagram, and it's weird. And you don't have a fucking Twitter, and it's weird. I have I have a Twitter. I've never posted on it. I, yeah, I don't use Twitter. I, honest to God, when we created this podcast and we had to make the Jawbreakers uh, Twitter handle, that was the first time I've ever used Twitter in my life. I I do have a story related to this. Uh, Dave was like, "Hey." I've got our social media up. Would you mind like checking it out? I was like, absolutely. So I go into the Instagram page because that's like the only social media I'll ever use. Um, and I pulled up and I followed and and it had three followers. And I thought, that's weird because I just followed and there's three members of the podcast. <laughs> and you'll Dan. never guess which one was missing. <laughs> oh, man. Dan, explain to us why it is you don't like Instagram. Why are you so against it? So to be perfectly honest, okay. at the beginning, it was just 
oh, this is just another social media platform. It's an offshoot of Facebook. What do I need it for? And then honestly, Nick, it really is all thanks to you because the more you bitched at me about getting one, the more I dug my heels in just to spite you. And that spite has fueled this abstinence for years now. That's fair. The amount of things I do out of spite, is it just makes up who I am as a person. Dan, I, Dan, I think it's because you're insecure if you're at your selfie game. That's what I really think it's all about. <laughs> well, I don't have a fucking cousin to take all my selfies for me, you, f- <laughs> you absolute fraud. Shout out to Joyce for taking the best fucking pictures of Nick on Instagram. Absolutely. That is not that is not incorrect. My cousin Joyce probably has taken the best photos of me for Instagram. But until you just and Dan, you have an iPhone. There's something called portrait mode. It can make you look good. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. I I don't have portrait uh, portrait mode. I posted on Instagram before. So there you go. I'm proud of you embracing the monster you are. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> All right. Here's the real reason why we're here today. <laughs> we brought Ryan on as a guest because uh, we wanted to we wanted to ask him a few questions. Uh, specifically, Dan and Nick uh, had had some things they had uh, they had in mind. So this is the interview section of the show. Let's get started. So Ryan, thanks for coming on today with us. Hey, my pleasure. I hope you weren't expecting to get paid because that's not happening. There's no money involved in this at all. That sounded sarcastic, Nick. Is there money involved in this that I don't know about? Well, let's just move on with the questions. Dan, can you please go? <laughs> we're talking about this later, Nick. Yeah, you, you know. can't. You can't avoid this. You're on a podcast with two Jews. Oh, so now you acknowledge it. Yeah, well, you guys said it, not me. So that means it's okay. All right, continue, Dan. So, so, so let's just start off with some basic stuff here. Uh, so, uh, how long have you been David's roommate? I wish I had a number. It's been it's been like a year, hasn't it? It's been almost exactly a year. I think I moved in August last year. Yeah. I'm sorry, David. David, I forgot. Are we interviewing him or are we interviewing you? I'm just interested. What? Yeah, my my uh, my. Memory is horrible. We've become codependent. Right. Your name's Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned that halfway through this podcast. So living with David for a year, you must have uh, must have seen some stuff. Must know all about our good uh, our good Mr. Fishman by now. I know. I know a good chunk. I I can definitely say I wish I've seen more. If you catch my drift. <laughs> oh, all right. Getting saucy. I like it. I mean, I would I would like to make a snarky remark like, oh, you ain't missing much. But I mean, it's David, so I mean, you are. But I will, I will ask this question. I will ask this question. Ryan, of all your roommates, why is David your least favorite roommate? <laughs> oh. oh, where to begin? He has this dumb podcast. <laughs> well, that's the show for, uh, for today. Ryan can go just fall down a flight of stairs, and we'll see you guys next week. All right, I got a question for you, Ryan. Oh, boy. Make your most convincing gun noise. That was not a question. <laughs> it's a question because a question. I say it's a question, a Dan. It's more of a challenge. There's no question It's mark. a question. It's like you didn't graduate first grade. Do you want another question or do you want to make a gun noise? No, 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 mean, no, 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 no. Now he has to make the gun noises. Come on, let's go, Ryan. I'll make the gun noise. I'll make the gun noise, but you're you're not good at this. I don't, uh, I don't know what a gun sounds like off the top of my head. I should. I mean, that's probably a good thing, right? I don't know. We live in Yonkers. Wow. I should know. <laughs> let's, just say, let's just say I hear a lot of fireworks out of the window. Sure. Let's call it fireworks. Only, I assume they're at least half the time fireworks. One of the things you need to know in, when you're living in Yonkers is the difference between a firework and a gunshot. Okay, so let's pretend it's not a firework. What does a not firework sound like there, Ryan? Awesome. Well, that's definitely a that's definitely a 1960 space opera sound. So I'm sorry, is that not what I was going for? <laughs> it sounds like the transition in the Batman original series. You know, like when the with Alan West and stuff like that. It's like you mean the best Batman? Yes. All right. So, so, so Ryan, what is the most embarrassing thing you've seen David do in this apartment that we're all sitting in? 
most embarrassing thing. I I wish I had better stories. Like you keep to yourself. I don't know if this is embarrassing. He did almost murder me while I was on a oh FaceTime God. with my girlfriend. All right, all right. Wait, what? Keep, keep keep going, keep going. Ryan's Ryan's like I don't know if this is funny. Um, but one time he almost ended my life. I, I think it's funny, especially because my my girlfriend watched my face as I almost died. Um, all right, so 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 let's hear this. I I don't remember the setup. I was just like walking into the hallway back there, and Dave comes out of his room unbeknownst to me uh and for some reason he had knives in his room like kitchen knives so so i have like a very i have a very you're not telling the story he's telling the yeah story. Exactly, i'm trying to explain Dan, some no, context no, 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 no. exactly so he, so, he comes out, so he comes out with a kitchen knife pointed exactly the way you shouldn't carry around a kitchen knife <laughs> uh, <laughs> i i may be misremembering but uh it was definitely like a solid six inches maximum away from going into my gut. It was definitely the closest I've ever been to murdering somebody. <laughs> Is it a letdown that one, you didn't kill me and two, it almost was just an accident and not on purpose? Listen, I, like as, as far as not murdering you goes, it, it means, you know, I pay less rent. That's so. true. It's not like I was trying to murder you. I respect that. It would have been probably the worst murder attempt of all time. It's like you usually want to try to kill somebody and make it look like an accident. Right. Or like, the, the, the cops come in. I'm so I just walked around a corner and stabbed him. I don't know what happened. His girlfriend would be giving the uh, like the eyewitness account. Like, <laughs> what happened? I don't know. He just walked down, just stabbed him right in the stomach. I don't know what happened. David's like, you didn't you didn't clean out your bowl, you son of a bitch. And just starts fucking wailing him. <laughs> I really do have to say, and I'm, I'm sure Ryan can attest to this. Um, you got a lot of like deadly objects in your room david i do i have a little bit too many for my own comfort but i walked into your room and the first thing you showed me was a sword and a zombie killing act to be fair that sword was given to me by you it used to be your sword i fully deny that walking into david's room is kind of like this episode from the office when jim's finding all of dwight's weapons around the building. <laughs> Like you just, you don't know where you are, but you know that it's probably something that's going to kill you. You know what I mean? Like in, ev under every crevice, there's just going to be a, an object that could be used as a deadly weapon. You want to know a good testament to how many dangerous weapons he owns? Until you brought up the swords, I forgot he has swords. <laughs> yeah, I have two. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, the, the swords were the least dangerous thing <laughs> in the room. You know, I, I, I really got to say, and this interview so far has confirmed something that Nick and I have kind of poked fun at David at for years, which is you have got to be like the most just nonchalant, like mellow person in existence. He's pretty up there. Like, what's an embarrassing thing? I, I don't know, man. I can't really think of anything. Well, what's, you know. What's an embarrassing thing? He almost killed me. Oh, that's pretty nonchalant of you. Right, but, but, but it was also so casual. It wasn't like you flew. It, it, was, it was the most nonchalant thing possible. It wasn't like you flew into a rage. You almost stabbed him by walking out of the room with a kitchen it was, knife. And not for nothing. It was the. It was the most nonchalant murder attempt, too. It was just like, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, can you walk six feet this way? Why? Because I want to stab this into your sternum. Like, I did just I did just think of a story. All right. All right. Lay it on us. This is this is more of an embarrassing day story than anything you've prompted so far. So I was flying to Chicago to go see my girlfriend. So I wake up. It's like, you know, five in the morning. So I have to catch like an 8 a.m. flight. And the house smells like it's on fire. Oh, boy. Like it smells like something's burning. So so I come out. I'm like, what the fuck oh, is my this? And my roommate, the one who's going to take me to the airport, like a fucking angel. Uh, he's like, what smells like it's burning? And so we're walking around the house, walking around the house. And then Dave comes out, still like in his work clothes. And he's like, yeah, I came home at 3.30, 4 o'clock. I decided I wanted to make brownies. And then I fell asleep 
I woke up like 15 minutes ago, took the brownies out, completely burnt, <laughs> threw them away, went back to bed. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know why you came back out, but I do know in between, in between us being like, what the fuck is happening? And you telling me the story, you lit a candle. <laughs> why? You're like, to I might get as well rid be of the smell of burning. We we had all like we all knew what happened at that point. You were just like, let me now light a candle. I just, David. First of all, I think you're trying to kill your roommates. <laughs> Second of all, to be a fly on the wall of that sequence of events, David is exhausted. He just drags himself into his apartment. He looks around and says, "You know what hits the spot right now? Not like a sandwich, not a banana, brownies." I'm gonna it's what I had. Brownies. Okay, <laughs> he. He puts it together, puts it in the oven, and then goes, all right, David, you have to stay awake to take these out. Immediately <laughs> fails that exercise, wakes up, realizes they're destroyed, that he's looking at a bunch of hockey pucks, and then decides, fuck it, I'm going back to bed, and just goes. Hold on, hold on. There's another layer to the story I just remembered. Okay. Uh, he puts the brownies in, and, you know, brownies do not take, they're not a quick bake. It's like a 45-minute ordeal, but it's four in the morning. And I remember him being like, yeah, I didn't want to wait up for 45 minutes. So I set an alarm. Oh, my God. And then he slept through the alarm and burned these brownies. Oh, my God. How are you an Eagle Scout? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I've never thought to ask. Like, like you would be commissioned as an officer in the U.S. military. You can't stay awake for brownies. I will give you an absolute fact about Eagle Scouts right now. Oh, boy. An Eagle Scout is what is one of three things. Always an idiot, a stoner. Or an asshole. And an eagle. You can be two, but you have to be at least one. I'll be, I'll be very honest. When, when he said, I'm about to tell you guys everything about the Eagle Scouts, I'm like, oh no, here we go. This is where the podcast it becomes an Illuminati podcast. All right, Ryan, what's, what's your favorite cartoon? Well, okay. Uh, favorite cartoon is uh, Adventure Time, and it Ooh. just slaps. Yeah, it does. It it's really does awesome. slap. I have, I have never had an extended period of time talking to Ryan besides tonight right now. And I knew the second David asked that question, I'm like, he's going to say Adventure Time. I just knew it. Ask another question. Uh, okay. Garden gnomes or pink flamingos? Pink flamingos. 100%. Right. You always, you always got to go pink flamingo. That's such a power yeah. move. Yeah. If you, if you feel confident enough in your house that you could put a pink flamingo in front of it, that is a guy who, who, who will kill Listen, you. Listen, guys, here's the thing. Although I do agree with you, there are many different varieties of garden gnome, but there is only one pink flamingo. And that's all you need. <laughs> I want to get a nice neon sign of a pink flamingo but I want like 12 of them they're going on every goddamn wall oh, in this house yeah. dude why haven't we done that yet because I just thought of it see, see, see I would love to freak a neighbor out by like you know having like a nice like spread out front lawn and then one day put like a you know put one pink flamingo right like dead center and the next day there's one on either side and next day there's like three more dude, wait hold on did you just totally miss that whole trend in like 2007 <laughs> in 2007 dick in a box was winning Emmys <laughs> It was a wild you time. You could also 2007. pay somebody and they would go to someone's house and cover their lawn in pink flamingos. I did not know. So that. everything's been downhill since 07, is what we're discovering, right? All right. You know what the awkward silence means? Is it time? It, it means it's time for my favorite segment Which of these things happened in Florida? Woo! I hope you're ready for this, Beauty, because I have three news stories for you. I'm going to read you the headline and a short synopsis of the story, 
and you're going to have to guess which of these things happened in Florida. All right, let's go. I'm excited, man, just because there's a lot going on in Florida right now. So let's go. I particularly like this segment because he comes and runs by news articles to me to figure out what. Though, though I didn't use. run any news articles by you this time. No, segment. you didn't. You planned ahead, and I, I, I disrespect if, you. But, but if I by like planning it. ahead, you mean I did it all this morning. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's our first story Cartwheeling man attempts to evade arrest. <laughs> A 40-year-old man who allegedly was blocking traffic (laughs) (laughs) by doing gymnastics in the road was caught on video on Tuesday. This was on July 21st. uh, Attempting to evade arrest by cartwheeling away from police. The county sheriff's department attempted to detain the man who frees himself, performs another cartwheel, and then was again detained. According to the sheriff's office, the gymnast was charged with battery on law enforcement uh, and resisting arrest. That's what that moment was that man saying to his dad, you see, this is why I did cheerleading in high school, dad. And he just starts rolling away. <laughs> you can't arrest me if you can't catch me, motherfuckers. The idea of the sergeant or like whoever, like the, the patrolman is there having to call it in like, guys, I need backup. Why? This dude is just like going in circles and I don't know what the hell's He's going on. He's doing cartwheels and front flips. I don't know what to do. He's going ham out here. <laughs> this guy's a fucking Olympic gold medalist over here just flying all over the goddamn place. But do, I mean, do you have to arrest him? He sounds like he's doing pretty sweet parkour. Well, I mean, he, he's, he's also resisting arrest. Uh, he was blocking traffic. He was standing in front of a garbage truck. Why was he standing in front of the garbage truck, though? What happened? I don't know. Nobody knows. (laughs) He was just doing cartwheels in the street. Uh, Here's our next story. Man fakes death to avoid jail, but typo gives him away. (laughs) A criminal defendant tried faking his own death to avoid a jail sentence, but the phony death certificate his lawyer submitted had a glaring spelling error. Robert Berger, 25 now faces up to four years in prison if convicted of the scheme. That's in addition to the pending sentences for the earlier guilty pleas to charges of possession of a stolen Lexus and attempted grand larceny of a truck. He spelled uh, registry, R-E-G-S-I-T-R-Y. Registry. <laughs> yeah, re- registry. So he steals a Lexus. And then, and then attempts to steal a truck. It attempts to steal a truck. And then when he gets caught, he decides the best option here is to pretend I died. I mean, hey, it was a good plan. I love how his, it says like his lawyers had to admit, like, you know, that he spoke to them about this. He was like, all right, guys, listen, right. this is the plan. He's like, I oh, forgot. Mike, please don't do this. He's like, no, 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 no. This is going to work. I got a guy who makes the certificates. It's perfect. Not only that, but the lawyer submitted the, the uh, death certificate. So the lawyer definitely saw that spelling no, no, error. He got it, looked at it and went, there's no way this is going to work. <laughs> and just <laughs> handed it in and just waited until the eventual call came in of, um, something's not right here. All right. Our last story. Dolphins save swimmers from shark. Move over, Rover. Let Flipper take over. It emerged yesterday that four swimmers were saved from a great white shark by a pod of altruistic dolphins who swam in circles around them until the humans could escape. One man tried to drift away from the group, but two bigger dolphins herded him back just as he spotted a three meter, that's 10 feet, great white shark heading towards him. It's tiny on the shark, says. 
It's impressive. Yeah, ten feet. I mean, it's still pretty big, though. These sharks can get really fucking big. Oh yeah, that's pretty wild, though. I mean, like absolutely. The apparently the the dolphins swam around the people and herded them like like sheep. <laughs> I wish we could understand like their language because they were probably talking so much smack to like the the sharks and stuff as they were going by. They're like, yeah, what's up, bitch? What are you gonna do? What? What? This is our meat. Square up. Square up. Come on. <laughs> if you stop moving, you'll drown. Why don't you get an air hole like the rest of us, huh? Come at me. You eat seals. All right, guys. Take your guesses. Here's my issue. None of these seem particularly Floridian. Yeah, well, the okay, so the one that seems... I disagree. Yeah, the one that seems overly Floridian would be the guy doing the cartwheels, I would think. Because the dolphins, that can happen anywhere. Well, it, it, it has to be by sea, so it rules out half. <laughs> well, yes, it can't be It can't be Montana. Yes, as I understand that, you, no. but I'm saying it could be like, you know, it could be it could be a bunch of places. If it, is, if it did happen in Montana, that's an extraordinarily incredible story. <laughs> it's, I was going to say, we're glossing over the most important fact. Where do these dolphins come from? Where did the shark? The come dolphins from? are driving. They're all driving cars. Where did the shark come from? It's 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 like that scene from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy yeah, where all the dolphins fly, just like yeah. fly off to space. Right, except they come down in Montana to save someone yeah, from the yeah, shark yeah, yeah, that's yeah. also flying in from space. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with the guy that faked his death. All right, Nick. Yes. What's your what's your? Guess? <laughs> I said my answer. I said the cartwheel guy. Okay, Ryan. I'll I'll go with dolphins just so at least one of us is right. Okay. Uh. Nick, you were right. It was the cartwheeling man. Why am I yeah. so good at these? From, I really from suck Orlando, at this. Florida. I I ruled it out because they had no mention of bath salts, and that's what I associate with Florida man. And it happened in Orlando, Florida. You said there, did yeah, Orlando, Florida, on July twenty third. So that is like the most Florida place you can get in Florida because that that's where Disney is. So what you're telling me is like a a character in Disney. Just had a mental breakdown, and they were they were just doing like the 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 Main Street parade dance stuff just in the middle of I ninety five. Here's what I really like about this story. Uh, you said it came out on the twenty third. Yeah. So as a recording to pull the curtain away, it's the 29th. Right. Uh, so this this came out. Uh, the article came out on the twenty third. The event was on uh, the twenty first. Event was on the twenty first. So that's that's a, a a Monday. It's a Tuesday. Every day's a Friday in Florida. Like I could get if you're just like pissed drunk in public, but like every day is a every day is a Friday when you're cartwheeling in the middle of the street. How I need to know how this started. <laughs> I have no I all of the information that I have was I I have given. Maybe it really was bath salts and they just didn't mention it. it. May I have, hope it so. Very well, may have. It been. would it would solve a lot of these missing links. So the man who who tried to fake his death was in Long Island. Oh, we might know him. Yep. <laughs> uh, and the dolphins who were saving the swimmers happened in New Zealand. You 100% should have just said Montana. <laughs> 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 happened in Arizona. We're not quite sure why. We're not quite sure why, but there were a bunch of dolphins, great white sharks, and, and a bunch of people swimming in the Grand Canyon. They were all singing what? so long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> uh, all right. One last today I learned. Did you know that during the Middle Ages, victims of the bubonic plague were used for biological attacks, often by flinging infected corpses and excrement over castle walls using catapults? So, so whenever I think of like, Specifically, like the Middle Ages and like during war, uh, I just I just think of the battle from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, the uh, Battle of Helm's Deep. Yeah, and how amazing it would have been if they were just like lobbing corpses over that wall. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that would have been way more morbid. Uh, 
I wonder if, like, if there were anybody who wasn't quite dead yet, but they still used them for the catapult. Jeff, like Jeff, wait, no. Yeah. Jeff, no, not no, the trebuchet. No. I'm not dead. I'm just sick. You will be soon. And, like, imagine, like, you're just, like, an archer, and you're just, like, trying to fend off, like, this invading force. All of a sudden, you look up, and a dude just falls from the sky and lands on you. You survive that, and then he coughs on you, and then you just <laughs> die, like, six weeks later, you know, in a really painful way. It's a slow burn. Huh. So don't you have a correction to this, Dan? Um, there's only one recorded incidence of this happening. Um, although the cool part about that is, because who else would come up with flinging dead corpses over the walls? The fucking Mongolians. What other kind of corpses are there, Dan? Live ones. <laughs> are you a necromancer? It's still warm. <laughs> well, Ryan, uh, thanks for doing this interview. We appreciate you being our first ever uh, guest podcaster. Where can we find you on what are your projects? I know your projects, but I want to hear you say them. Yeah, plug, plug yourself. Uh, so I'm in a band called The Ever After. Uh, we are pop punk. Um, if you try and slide into my singer's DMs, she will probably put it in our group chat and shame you. But that's fine. <laughs> You're just encouraging them. I, 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 I want this to happen more. It's still funny to me. <laughs> this has been Jawbreakers. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you want, a, uh, if you want a chance uh, to get a shout out on our podcast, Please, uh, please tweet us uh, at uh, what is Jawbreakers? Uh, you should know how, this. How about you, know, how about you know what the goddamn social handle is before Nick, you decide to handle? do the plug? <laughs> tweet, tweet us and and make sure make sure you include get an Instagram, Dan. <laughs> tweet. No, stop. Stop. You sound like such a boomer when tweet, you say tweet us. Do the, sure do the Twitter. Do, do, <laughs> do the Twitter guys. Do, do the Twitter machine. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at, at Jawbreakers Show. Be sure to follow us on Instagram over at Jawbreakers Podcast. And of course, follow us on Facebook at Jawbreakers Podcast. Now, at this point, David, I would usually do my uh, bad movie. Yeah, give us your bad movie pick. Uh, now, because we're keeping in the spirit of 2007 being the most ridiculous year in the world. Because, oh, of, the God, fact, here we go. because of the fact that Dick in the Box was the uh, an Emmy-winning film. Um, I'm going to bring back The Comebacks. Does anybody remember the comebacks? I remember coming on a back. In 07? <laughs> and that's and you know what? And you know what? That's where we're gonna end this podcast. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> no, please don't end it there. Come on. I'm David. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. Thank you for listening. Ryan, take us out. Goodbye. <laughs>